When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go hour number two on a Tuesday. Welcome to November. Hopefully your Halloween went well. Everybody got the candy that you needed. Say and I got the Sonic corn dogs that we needed. 50 cents every Halloween. Don't forget about that. Uh, a lot of football on the board today. Uh, some hirings and firings. Well, really firings. And the trade deadline day in the NFL. Let me run it down real quick for you. Yesterday, we told you about Roquan Smith to Baltimore. That kind of ended the show. Today, TJ Hawkinson to Minnesota. Chase Claypool reportedly going to Chicago. The Colts fire their offensive coordinator with all the stuff that's been going on there. And... In the NBA, the New Jersey Nets. Look at me. New Jersey. I'm an old guy. The Brooklyn Nets (laughs) fire Steve Nash. Uh, And so Jacques Vaughn, at least right now, is the interim guy that's got to take care of that mess. They've started two and five. Chad and Zay with you on a Tuesday. Let's get to some more conversation on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline. We always give them their love. Even though he's sitting right here in studio with us, he is Jeff Ward. Check out jeffwardshow.com. It's posted each weekday for you at Jeff Ward Show on Twitter. How are you, sir? Hey there. All right, a few things to get into. Uh, we've talked uh, plenty of, uh, of Cowboys with you, and as you walk in here, it just feels like there's more and more teams, specifically NFC teams, making moves and adding something at the trade deadline. Where do you think the Cowboys fit into all this? Do you think Jerry needs to make a move? Well, needing and wanting is different than being able to. I mean, it's... Uh, I, it's the Rams template. You can sing a lot of teams saying, let's go, let's go, and let's go now. Mm-hmm. What I don't even care about next year, go now. Forget the picks. Yep. Let's go. Uh, let's just go all in. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it makes it makes the season fun. <sighs> I don't know what Dallas... I mean, the question with Dallas is, of course you want to help yourself. Of course you want to help yourself down the stretch. Everything is about late November through January, especially with them now. But, the, but, but I don't know what they can give up. Right? I mean, I, they don't need a heck of I mean, yes, they would love to have another receiver. Yeah, they'd probably like somebody to help on the back end of their defense. Sure, there's a lot of wants right now, but I don't know how much you can give up where Dallas is in a position to give up. I mean, they've got to have a – I'm watching these deals go down for – I mean, now the Claypool thing apparently was a second-round pick. I don't know if yeah. the Cowboys have a second they're wanting to give yeah, I'm up. Yeah, not sure. Um, but I'm assuming yeah, they fifth round picks being thrown around, yeah, sixth round picks. Players are being de- <laughs> players are being dealt for a six pack of beer. I, I get it. I just don't. Yeah. I, I mean, what exactly does Dallas need except a few bodies just in case? Yeah, somebody's talking on the text line today about this story is coming out that Brandon Cooks, the Texans yeah. are talking to Cooks yeah. and saying, "Hey, we're going to sure. ex- explore something." Good for him. If you could do that, and you're the Cowboys, and it was a mid, you know, a mid level kind of pick, would you? Sure. Do, would you do I, that? I, yeah. Sure, no. I think so. Depending on what you have to give up, um, yeah, um, they're ama- 
they are healthy for this time of year. I mean, can you ma- can you believe the conversation we're having? Do you think you would have had this any of these conversations in September, August? Not even the old man Jerry Jones would no. be saying what I'm about to say. They're the second best team in the NFC. Are they one of the three best teams in football? Hmm. Huh? I'm going to say it's no. Pretty, okay, but I'm going to say pretty, they're. I'm going to say they're not. But it's a conversation. It's a conversation. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. four, they're top five. They're top five. Exactly. No doubt. Yeah, I'd put them in a top five discussion. No absolutely. So you are yeah. now playing for January. Uh, everything you're going all you got to go. That's what teams are doing. I mean, look at the the one that, of course, it would scare anybody is when San Francisco ever gets healthy. If yikes, yeah. oh, that's sure. what Dallas. I mean, that's if you've got some money, you've already lost enough over this past weekend. So you go and you go bet the house in San Francisco, maybe. But Dallas is in a great spot and they're healthy. I mean, I know Ezekiel Elliott's out, but they're healthy. What do you make of the? I, of Jerry's mouth getting in the way again with that Ezekiel Elliott comment. Did it matter to you? No. It's expected. He's just a doofus. <laughs> He's just a doofus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're winning minimizes him being a doofus. It's like Jerry's, uh, you know, his, his comments. I mean, it's like the, the Dak Prescott thing. Most other players that didn't have some mental toughness probably would have freaked out. But everyone's so used to Jerry being a doofus. Now he's a drooling doofus. Yeah. Um, but they're so good right now. My God, we're, Mike McCarthy might be the coach of the year. Oh wow! I, I mean, I, I hate it. Wow, <laughs> wow! I, mean, I hate it. Trust me, I, I don't even. I can't even believe I just uttered that sentence. Come on now. But look, <sighs> correct. He's uh, up for it. He's up I for mean, it. I like what O'Connell's doing in Minnesota, but y- it's yes. in his first year. But. but I mean, let's let's at least own how far they've come and how fast they've come. I mean, it's these are all realistic conversations. I mean, it's uh, Man. I, I I love what teams are doing. I love where the NFL is and the ability to say one, it's good for guys that aren't losing teams to go. Man, go get a chance, right? You want to get a chance. I'm like Brandy Cooks, go get a chance somewhere. Um. M- Christian McCaffrey, what a great story. I mean, he's going to get a chance. He's got life yep. now, man. Life in the playoffs. So. And I, I just think the, the Rams template of you go all in as fast as you can makes this exciting. I just don't know. If Dallas doesn't make a move, I don't drop them. Do you? You'd have them right where they are in the yeah. same, same well, conversation? Well, yeah. Depends yeah. on the move. It, 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 if, they, if they make no moves, and we got we already get everyone around them. I mean, the McCaffrey move is you know changed the landscape entirely. Right, they've already made the Hankins move. That, yeah, that's done. Um, yeah, I would still. I mean, I would I would put in my mind San Francisco with CMC above the Cowboys, but I might have done. I mean, you know, I I don't think you could do that. You think Cowboys are better? I do. Okay. They play tomorrow. Now, San Francisco three weeks from now, the roster is full and healthy. I think it's a different conversation. They are ridiculously scary. But right now, Dallas is the better team. Okay. Today. Yeah, yeah I would probably say Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, and Cowboys. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd have the Eagles as the best team in the, in the NFL. And then, um, you know, it's not like the Bills set the world on fire. I might go, I might go Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys, Cowboys, Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put the Cowboys above the Chiefs right now. That's what I, I, <laughs> yeah. I tweeted a few weeks ago. I would do that. I, I, a few weeks ago, I, I would. A few weeks ago, I tweeted, this is Championship Sunday. It was the day of Philly and Dallas, and it was the day of Kansas City and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, that, it, was, that was an October weekend. Yeah, no, that it had that feel. Yeah, it, it still d- does. It definitely had that feel. Jeff, how do you like the way Dax looked these two games since he's been out? Um, good enough. Yeah, and I thought he got better and better the other day. I don't think Dak Prescott is a problem. They've got the formula. Mm. They, they don't. You don't need to. He just needs to be, be a little bit better than Cooper Rush, and they're in a great spot. And he is better than Cooper Rush. I mean, I, they're in a, they've got the template. Yeah, he made a score twenty four, win, every time. The fact that yeah, <laughs> almost the, every time. The fact that the Bears got up to twenty nine and they whipped them was a little whipped them. That yeah. was, was kind of crazy that the Cowboys won that style. game. Yeah, yeah, that style of game. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you, but I, you're right. In general, they if they can get around that twenty four mark, it, it has been enough. It's it's enough. Lights out. What about the, uh, the 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 Tony Pollard? Did anything about the Tony Pollard performance? All I could think about was that hurts the value of Bijan Robinson. Huh. Really? Yep. What? Hurts the pro value of yep. Bijan. Yep. Do tell. Fourth round pick, lighting it up. Ezekiel Elliott was. Oh, I see. Bijan Robinson was sort of Ezekiel Elliott 2.0, right? That kind of complete back, that spectacular college career. And you look up, and then all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, a fourth round guy's doing just as well. Mm. It's a reality of being a back in the NFL. And Tony Pollard is exactly what you want. He split time in college. Not too many carries, mm-hmm. high shelf life, not too, not too beaten up, not used that often. Almost, uh, almost like, uh, I guess it would have been the sort of Priest Holmes concept. Not too many carries. You get a great talent with not too many, not too many hits. So that should benefit Roshan Johnson. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, like you, could, you could watch him play and go, wait a minute, that guy could play on, he could play on Sundays and yeah. do what Potter does, right? Absolutely. And you're not going to spend a first-round pick on him. I mean, it's it's just the other side. Of the the benefit for Bijan Robinson is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, especially with that catch he made, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there there there's the <laughs> yeah. other side of it. Is oh wait a second, he is a spectacular player. That kind of now I don't know if he's quite Christian McCaffrey talent, but he's not far. So there's your first round pick. So I'm just saying that that's all I could think about is when I watch guys like Pollard light it up, and you go, wait a minute, they got a fourth round pick out of what Memphis or something doing. Yeah. And Ezekiel Elliott's in street clothes. Yep. See? Why, why ever spin a first round on a back? Why? When, uh, you know? Yeah, once. No, Especially when it, they've had a lot of wear and tear. And you're in the NFL world that still looks at that Saquon Barkley move as just too much. It was too high. Wear and tear. Even as freaky as he can be. I, I, can be. You sometimes. Look, yeah, you look back on it and go, oh, you can't take him four. You cannot right. take a back four overall nowadays. Well, you... not, now, now I think it drops the conversation. You know, again, I'm not saying this is fair, but you got to look at market value and what you get over the long term of these longer. You know, his rookie deals now aren't what they used to be, so you're stuck with a pretty big, a pretty big salary for a while. And you're thinking, gosh, is ten or fifteen worth worth a back? Is twenty worth a back? Yeah. Is it is a first round? Where did Kenneth Walker go? Kenneth go. Kenneth Walker was. I don't know. But I, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm sure somewhere in the NFL they've got a, you know, they've got it. I know they have to. They got a chart about carries, and they probably plot that chart. And I bet you it's not that far off that a certain number of carries you're going to see diminishing returns. And it's, you know, the one the second round, second round, forty first pick overall. Okay, yeah. Pollard was fourth round pick. I think could be wrong, but I think it was something like that. But I mean, you. I mean, look at the Ezekiel Elliott deal now. What'd you get out of him? Two and a half good years? 
if that. Don't they owe him 12 mil next yeah, year? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that you look out there and go, I mean, really, is there? what's Man. the separation between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard? And it's Pollard's the better back now. Yeah. Fourth, fourth, by far. Yeah, by fourth far. round pick. Fourth by round far. pick for Pollard. Yeah. See, as a Cowboys fan, I just look at them as a combo. This, I know. The style team they have, they are going to need both. I said it yesterday. I am right. not giving Tony Pollard 25 carries no, a no, game no, no. I, I, moving I forward. I don't, but I'm just saying the – Let got, Zeke help you out. Right. Let Pollard help but, you but well. I, don't, I don't need the point is you don't need to go and spend a top 10 pick on a guy that's going to yes. touch it 10 times. That I totally agree you with. No, you just don't need it anymore. But would you guys agree that Ezekiel Elliott is not done? I haven't seen anything yet to tell no. me he's washed I'm up. I'm not saying no. he's done. Right, but, but he's but he you know what you don't want to write a, you don't want to pay 12 million next year for a guy that touches it 10 times and then you can go find another dozen guys just like him. That's the problem with running back now. Unlike receiver. I mean, the pendulum is completely swung from running back to receiver compared to where it used to be. I mean, you can watch, you can watch the Texas roster and find a couple guys and go, wait a minute, that guy can play. on. He's like Pollard. He can play. Right? Oh, yeah, Jonathan Brooks yeah. will be in the NFL. I mean, I mean <laughs> it's just there's so many guys that don't have the damage that a star back in college has. Yeah, and hopefully these guys start to have – they're a part of a duo – at least in college, and then they can be a part of a duo in the NFL. Sure, Pollard, and then, Pollard. I believe Pollard split time in college, and then you got more mileage possibilities. More mileage. But your your total investment is far less than a giant payday. I mean, you go and get a first round pick. I mean, if you just look at the last few years, what are you going to get? Yeah, no, it's it's two years, two great years. But I think deep, Maybe. D- deep down, B. John Robinson and anybody who would represent him, I think they know the landscape they're in. Sure, and of I course. don't, and they're not going to walk in. All I'm saying is, my know. look, I'm not diminishing his spectacular talent. I mean, he he is. I'm just saying that all I could think about as I'm watching Pollard, I'm going, wait, that's a fourth round pick. Yeah, you're right. That's a bargain deal. Yeah, it is. Would no. you think with B. John knowing that he might be back here next year? No, I mean, here's here. If I were his agent, here's what I would argue. No, 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 kid. Every every hit after today is another lost dollar. Mm. Yeah. Well, they it, want fresh players. Yeah. And nowadays they want fresh. I mean, McCaffrey is, you know, as good as any all around back as we've seen in a long time. But he comes in with a lot of wear and tear, and it shows. Yeah. And at some point, if you're dealing with the Bijan Robinson thing, once it if if it, if you get to a point where Texas is not going back to Jerry World, then what do you do? If you're the agent and you're Bijan, and then the oh, bo- you mean mail it in and the not mail it in. I'm saying not if, show up at all. If the bowl game looks like, of course you don't what? play. That. Alamo Bowl, hell no. Right? What? Hell, hell no, no, you don't play. If I'm Bijan Robinson, yeah, yeah, no, I don't no, play. I don't play. I, uh, absolutely, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Th- that decision's coming. I mean, too. that that again, it's that position is in such a weird space now where it's so limited that it's. I mean, I, I saw a chart recently where running backs now rank in the total pay scale, and it was like five down. You know, it goes quarterback, course, tackles, receiver. I mean, there's just a, a rush end. There's a lot of priorities now far ahead of you in the NFL that is going to make that money, and they are calculating your shelf life. Every hit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, they lose this weekend, they're out of it. Uh, what do you do then? Yeah. Forget huh. a bowl. Forget a bowl game. Forget a meaningless bowl game. Now nah, I think that's a no-brainer. I think the better question is: you go out and lose to a Kansas State, or you get essentially eliminated, and you're him. What do you do? I, I I think him being the type of guy he is, I think he'll do the regular season. He'll end that regular season. Okay. But 
<laughs> but don't tell you pause though. You had to think. Uh, about yeah, it. yeah, you yeah. absolutely yeah, you have, have to think, to think about, it. about yeah. it. At that position, you have to oh, think about so it. So does he? Yeah. I mean, this is because in, in in pro football, your life is playing for the second contract. Your second contract now makes you set for life. I know a lot of people would say, "Well, you, know, you make your first twelve million, you should be set." I get it, but you're always playing for that second contract. The second contract takes you into your late twenties, and if you just manage it well, you're done. Like yeah. You can flame out and you're done. Yeah, you're a 32-year-old that's set. So you're always playing for that second contract. So if you're, if you're running back now, it's hard to get to a second contract. Yeah. No, you're right, because you come in on a four-year yeah. deal, what, and can you get there? Where that narrative change? Belichick and them? I don't know. That's a good when question. Getting I, I, rid I don't of know. running backs like no other business. Who was it I saw the other day that retired a uh, running back out of Georgia? They say he retired. I'm thinking, I haven't seen Todd you Gurley. in nine years. Todd man. Gurley. Yeah. Gurley. Where yeah. the hell have you been? <laughs> I, was trying I didn't to... know you were playing anymore. Was it around the era but of The thing about Todd Gurley, that is a great, great back out of school. And had how many good years in the NFL? Two? Maybe three. Maybe. Was the transition around like Ladanian Tomlinson and Marshall Falk somewhere in that range of those guys? Those guys could do a lot of different things, but they were still thought of as workhorses and they were the guy. They were a featured back. Somebody with far too much time. I I could do it if you just give me a bottle of Cabernet. We'll go at it. And Mm -hmm. that is sort of go over time and chart. I mean, the really interesting thing is now chart the NFL and take a look at pay per position. And running back is now way down the list. Yeah, and when did that? And then yeah. go back over time, because I'm sure 20 years ago, it was in the top three, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe top two. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, when You did... know, I mean, tackle may have been three. You know, tackle's always been up there, but tackle wasn't ever number two. And, and receivers replaced it. Rush in has replaced yeah. it. Lockdown corners replaced it. Yet we are watching, like I said earlier, we're watching NFL teams and college teams now win in an old school, old school way, way I know. with time of possession and run the ball. Yeah. But they're doing it with a committee. They're doing, they're doing it, it with, yeah, with they're groups doing, of guys. Yeah, they're doing it with two fourth-rounders and not one <laughs> super expensive first-rounder. There you go. That's it. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, real quick, before you get out of here, tell me about the end of the oh, Austin boy. FC what season. Because it ended kill. with a thud. Oh, man. What a buzz kill. Right? There was a lot of green there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First of all, it's a spectacular turnaround. I mean, it really is. You can't, you can't dismiss that. But... Here, I'll put soccer terms into football terms. They were so outclassed and so out of that game. Think of this. If you watched a football game and you and the team never got in the red zone, you would say they just got their butt handed to them, right? Right. Not one play. Austin FC, the trees, had one shot on goal. And I'll be honest, I didn't even see that one. I don't know when that was. Yeah. That may have been an accident. I mean, that's, that's, that's how badly... They were. They're lucky they didn't get out of that half down three zero in the first half. It, it just was. They were. They were. It was two 0 at the half. Is that right? Yeah. yeah they yeah. weren't. They weren't competitive. Like I said, if you watched a football game and somebody never got in the red zone, you'd say, "Oh, you got no chance." That that. There there are a couple players. They've got to do something. They've got to get a bigger body in the middle of the field. They get shoved around. You know, they're super quick, super fast, and if they can get the tables turned in the game, as I said last week. They, they can get running at you and there's trouble, but they get knocked around really easily. Um, so they've got they've got they've got plenty of money. They just got they got to add a couple more players in the in the middle. In my opinion, in the middle of the field that have some size because they just got they were just mauled in that game. Yeah, that was that was rough. That I mean, was I like rough. everybody. I'm trying physical. to count. I'm yeah. Even I mean, in it's, soccer. It's 
I was calculating how much the tickets would cost if they were because they started off the first ten minutes like they always do with their hair on fire and they're just running at guys and boy then they got they were they were non factor. It was it was a buzz kill. That is Jeff Ward. Check out JeffWardShow.com. Posted each weekday for you at Jeff Ward Show on Twitter if you want to give him a follow as well. Always good to see you, sir. All right. Coming, Thanks, Jeff. Coming Thank in, you. Giving B. John Robinson the good news today about, well, I mean, his, about his future. I don't tell me. I no, no, just thinking that. I mean, right? Yeah. Texas BK State? Quick yes or no. What's your gut tell yeah. you? Yeah. You think they do? I think they match. Man, how about the... What was that? What was that on Saturday? What was that? That's why you don't gamble, kids. <laughs> yeah. That's why you don't gamble, That's kids. Why. Oh my God! Take it from someone. Don't gamble, kids. Looked about as good Please. as you can look. <laughs> right. My lord. Um, I think they. I think. Uh, I think that front seven of Texas gives them a chance. Mm-hmm. I can't believe what I'm saying, which is what probably every Texas fan is thinking as well. Come on, former Longhorn, say it. Say it. I don't. I don't know about their offense now. You don't know no, about? I don't know. I don't know about their quarterback. What about K State's? No. Quinn Ewers. Oh, the Texas. He's got to get. He's got to get hot sooner or later. You got to. He's going to have to win a game. He's going to yeah. have to light him up. That's right? fair. Yeah, that's fair. Two. I think their front seven can keep him in that game. Yeah. But this Kansas State is circa Bill Snyder. Two weeks for the hand to get better. Quinn Ewers should be fine, right? The finger now. Finger got it's better. The finger now. K State is. It's, it's, I feel like Bill Snyder's out there again. Yeah, they play like that. Yeah, they're going to try to fundamental you to death. What do you mean they have five plays? Yeah. They have five plays. Dude, Colin, they got the number one sack. I don't even know if they have also. five plays. That dude we got to talk about this right. week, too. Oh, wow. How you pronounce his name? 91. 91. Oka Sunday. He, he's a freak dog, man. Like this Kansas State years. All of a sudden, they tackle like crazy. They just are relentless. Yeah. It's, it's, I go back, I'm bragging about the Big 12 again. I, Felix Ananuk Azuma. Okay, well, Felix is making himself some money. Yes, he is. Fe- whoever's yeah. representing Felix, <laughs> good for you. Now, they're going to get paid. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's first round. Yeah, that's that, first round. That, that guy's round. in a position where you get you do get paid. Yes, no doubt. No doubt he, about he, it. I, my, the sample, the body work that we little we see of him, he's worth it, man. He is. Yeah, they're always double teaming him. I know. Yeah. Like, where he, who is he? Where did he come from? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Bill Snyder type of football. Like you go, well, that guy's from like some podunk town that played <laughs> six man football, and they got these guys that are spectacular on defense. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about him throughout the week. That is Jeff Ward coming up. It's our flex segment, the volleyball all flex team finalist. Uh, we'll tell you where you can see that list, and we'll set you up for uh, some of our teams this week. History still to be made with that LBJ team. More coming up on the Horn. story and I want him to be free. Get out. Go. It's fantastic. Uh, we are rolling through a Tuesday. Hope you had a good Halloween. Welcome to November. Hmm. I don't know it, Zay. Chicago. Really? Okay. That's some way back Chicago right there. Very good. 
Good stuff. Uh, also, Tara Kemp and 38 Special today. We appreciate Jeff Ward for his time. We appreciate you checking in. The Specs text line, 337-3776. There's a lot of different texts coming in uh, throughout the show. We appreciate that. We'll get back into some of those responses. We've got uh, our flex segment coming up here as well. Coming up at 2, we will get back into the biggest stories of the day. NBA, NBA, NFL trade deadline day. Do the Cowboys need to make some kind of a move? Uh, also, the World Series fires back up tonight. First CFP rankings is tonight. And Steve Nash out as Nets coach. So uh, lots of stuff uh, going on in the uh, NBA today, drama-wise. Uh, but that would be the biggest hunk of it today with Nash out. They're 2-5 and five to start the season are the Brooklyn Nets. So all that is on the board today. Let's get into our flex segment. Somebody texted in about this Duncanville story. And uh, Zay's going to try to fill in those gaps for us. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. FLXATX.com. That's where I am right now. And you can go check out the All Flex Volleyball finalists. We had the uh, watch list for volleyball as well. And congrats to the Libero group, the finalists, Emily Contreras from Lake Travis, the senior, 607 digs, and headed to South Carolina for volleyball. Very cool. Also, Lola Fernandez, a senior at Westwood, four-year varsity starter, 498 digs headed into the playoffs, 69 aces. She is committed to Fordham to play her college ball. And also, Mary Sherpik, the uh, class of 25, only a sophomore at Rouse, but already with 1,000 digs for the career. Damn. My God, 630 digs heading into the playoffs this season alone. Congrats to those players. You can check out the full list at flxatx.com. Also a reminder, Vandergriff and LBJ will play Thursday this week to finish the regular season. 7 o'clock kick for Vandergriff on 101.9 and AM 1260. And on 105.3 The Bat, it's LBJ taking on Crockett. Uh, we'll see how that Crockett quarterback matches up with LBJ. But, of course, Cedric Alexander going for the all-time record uh, earlier in the week. We thought it was around 45 yards. Apparently now it's more like 60, 65 yards. Oh, but yeah, all right. Either way, Cedric Alexander that ain't uh, nothing. under 100 yards away from getting that all-time AISD uh, rushing record. So that's happening this week. Also, Zay, I'm driving in today listening to B&E, and I heard mention of this Duncanville story. We've been following different stories in, in football where, I think it was what, San Marcos had the deal where they were punished and then they weren't punished and then they were punished again. The Duncanville boys basketball team just had the title taken away from them? Yeah, that's right. Duncanville basketball, who just won a state championship in 2022, they got stripped of that title. And any game that Arkansas player Anthony Black played in last year, I saw Anthony Black play against the Longhorns this past weekend, mm-hmm. 6'7 point guard who's from Capel, Texas, uh, up in that Dallas area. And he only played his senior year at Duckinville. So that's a little suspicious right there. Now, word on the street is his mother dates the coach, Coach Peavy. Ah. So I don't know how that works. If they're dating, then she moves in. They're in the Duckinville district. 
I don't really see cheating there. He just happens to be a five-star kid. So, hey, you can't hate on love, but there's clearly more stuff to it that UIL went and fished out. And now both men and women's basketball teams in Duncanville, I think they're banned for like a year and both coaches are suspended for a year. We can't have a love and basketball story? What's the problem? Well, I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. The heart wants what the heart wants and, uh, you know, the – Coach wants what the coach wants. I don't understand. Yeah. What's yeah. the problem? <laughs> but, hey, that's a new definition of, hey, son, where your mama at? <laughs> so, hey, Coach PV, who did a lot of his time here in Austin when he was at Aikens. Oh, he right? made Aikens a pretty big-time uh, 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 high school basketball uh, school when he was at Aikens. And we know Aikens, it's been kind of up and down for them when it comes to athletics. So, he went off to Duncanville. He's had success there. He's had kids there that's gone on to play D1. He has a son at TCU that the Horns will see this year, that they've seen these last few years at uh, TCU and previously Texas Tech with Coach Beard. So Coach PV definitely knows how to coach, but you can't recruit, and clearly there's some fishy stuff going on down there in Duncanville, Texas. Oh, mercy. we gotta, we, we got to be a little more realistic about you know, some of these stories. One thing that's really sketchy, he got a new. They got a new player in at Duncanville. KJ Lewis, homeboys from El Paso. Ain't that ain't nowhere close to Dallas. So for him to be a top recruit, four star player from El Paso, move to Duncanville just to play his senior year. That's sketchy. He could it be, is. He could commute. You don't know. <laughs> he might be driving in every Very morning. True. Hey, you know, does, you does know. he have a plane? Does he have a Jerry Jones, you know, jet or something like that? If he don't, then. It's it's a little fishy, and that kid's going to Arizona, and Duncanville's been known to do that a lot. So, eh, so there you go. So weird. Some realms, some realms of life are perfectly okay with recruiting. Some are okay with versions of recruiting, but not other versions of recruiting. It gets very specific. Yeah, yeah, they're very competitive when it comes to Dallas basketball down there. I don't think Coach Peavy has the best reputation. When it comes to huh. all the other coaches in that area, so interesting. I'm not surprised this is happening one bit. All right, there you go. There's a story. Somebody was asking. They didn't have time, or they were driving, so they didn't have a chance to read the story. So hopefully, Zay was able to fill in some of those blanks for you. Our flex segment hits every day at 1:30. Also on the high school sports front, let's remind you again. Under the lights has a special time tonight at eight o'clock. We got Longhorn Weekly with Coach Beard. A little basketball vibe for you at seven. So under the lights will move to 8 o'clock tonight. Rick Epstein, Rodney Rodriguez, and the crew out at Bush's Chicken on 620. Uh, Get on out there. Their guests will include Jeff Cheatham, the coach at Round Rock, Miles Brophy of Cedar Ridge, and the talented quarterback Fred Dale out of Anderson. Get on out there to the Bush's Chicken on 620 for that show tonight. And again, special time tonight of 8 o'clock. Up next, it's where we at in society. Zay will let us know. 2 o'clock hour, who's going to be the CFP top four tonight. I am trying to campaign for the TCU Horn Frogs today. We'll get back into that at 2. Don't move. It's the Horn. Let's get it. I 
pop off a 16 passenger. This a G5, no, this not a challenger. Big one. I keep some members with me in the fridge. The coat seats, they some cannibals. Eaters. They like the geek geek. Drink a whole bottle, wake up and repeat. It is Tuesday. It is November. And I am too old to know who this is, Zay. I admit it. Who is it? Yeah, this is a sad day with me playing this song. This is Takeoff in Quavo. Takeoff was killed yesterday in Houston. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, yeah, awful. Damn. They were lighting the streets on fire. They're part of the Migos. Migos is a three-person group. Some reason, Takeoff and Quavo kind of had a falling out with the third member, Offset, who is with Cardi B. It's Cardi B's baby daddy. Wow, okay. So somehow they had the off, and yeah, Quavo and Takeoff just dropped a really good album. And unfortunately, Takeoff was killed yesterday in Houston over a dice game downtown somewhere. Over a dice game? Over a freaking dice game. Oh my like, come on. God. Crazy. I was going to ask you if there was like some musical connection to his death, but you're just saying this was a got he just got caught up in some kind of weird yeah circumstance, I, not not a musically related thing. No, no. I, I mean, you would think they'll be out just promoting their album and enjoying life, but we all know there's some places in Houston you probably shouldn't be going to. Oh my god! And I, especially if you're a rapper and you have a certain status and you got all that jewelry on. You're a target in a lot of places. And like I said, if you just go to the wrong spots, those things could happen, unfortunately. And, yeah, rest in power, takeoff. Man, oh, man, that's uh, sorry to hear that. That's terrible. Uh, all right, so takeoff at Quavo. We had some Chicago earlier, Tara Kemp. We had 38 Special on the show. Chad and Zay with you on a Tuesday. And just a lot of things going on football-wise with the NFL trade deadline. How about this one in the last 20 minutes or so? We talked about Bradley Chubb the other day. If Denver lost that game or maybe even if they won that game in London, Chubb could be on the move. Apparently Chubb's on the move to Miami. Bradley Chubb. But this one gets a little more complex, Zay. I'm reading this story. This deal includes a 23 first-round pick that Miami acquired from San Francisco. The Dolphins are also sending running back Chase Edmonds and a 24 fourth-round pick to Denver for a 2025 fifth-round selection along with Chubb. That is according to Adam Schefter. So you've got Chubb going to Miami, and Chase Edmonds is going to end up in Denver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, trying to get some more pressure on that quarterback if you're the Dolphins. And, you know, we talk about the Bills in the AFC East, but a lot of those teams are either tied or they're above 500, you know, when it comes to the Patriots, who are 4-4. Four and four. Dolphins are 5-3, and three, and that third, the Jets, who we talked about them, especially with Brees Hall losing him, how they're probably going to start struggling again. They're saying that 5-3, and three, though, and then you got the lead-leading Bills, so 6-1. and one. And when you play Josh Allen twice a year, Bradley Chubb is a needed player. Yeah. So that's a good move by Miami. Seven spots. Each side, seven playoff spots in the uh, in each conference. So that's another reason I think teams are making more moves. Uh, and when Jeff Ward was in here with us, he made a great point in referencing the Rams. The Rams throwing that out a couple years ago, or well, that was just last season. Last season going with the all-in theory, there are other teams now kind of looking at that saying, yeah, maybe this this is the, the time to do that. Yeah. If you, yeah. Feel, if you feel like you got it almost put together, make that push and see if you can go. Yeah, the Rams, they're feeling it now. 
They are. Yeah. They're filling in now. Like, right. man, we got all these guys, all these Pro Bowl type players. But once you get a taste of that Super Bowl and you start getting paid from different advertisements and stuff like that because you won the Super Bowl, especially in Los Angeles, like, how can you not mm-hmm. enjoy the fruits of your labor? in that type of city when you're the Super Bowl champions. Like, you're you're probably going to take a step back in your performance. Yeah, no, that's a good point. A lot of NFL stuff rolling today. We, of course, talked about Cleveland beating Cincinnati last night. Still cleaning up things from uh, last week in the NFL. Getting ready for Week 9 coming up. Philly and Houston going to start it off on Thursday. All right, let's go where are we at in society and see what Zay's got for us today. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I have something to check on Twitter? Did you send me some filth or no, good story? I did not, or, no, I didn't send you anything today, oh, okay. but something that stuck with me over the weekend was the Eagles getting re- uh, the Eagles blasting your wife's Pittsburgh Steelers. And we saw mm. the Pittsburgh Steelers made their move with Chase Cape, Claypool sending him to the Bears today. But what Rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett said after the game stuck with me for a guy who's that young to come on that podium to say what he said. Take a listen, Chad. Hmm. It's interesting. Okay. You don't see this much from rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, not, not detailed, you know, not detailed guys and you know what they're doing. Um, you know, we need to study more. I don't, I don't think we study enough as a group. Um, there's way too many, you know, penalties and, and stuff like that, which, you know, we can control. It's all mental. Um, so for that to happen, there's really no excuse for that. So, you know, we have to figure that out and, and get it right. What is your message to your offense? What are you guys saying as you're going to reverse like you are right now? Yeah, I mean, we, we got to. You know, something's got to change, right? I mean, it's insane to keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect something different. And, you know, we've been having these problems all year. So that's that has to get changed. That has to get fixed. Um, you know, we need, we need to look each other, you know, in the eyes and, and get it turned around. You know, we're only going to be able to do it. You know, coaches can say whatever they want. Everyone else in the media and, and fans can say what they want. But at the end of the day, it's, it's down to us. So um, we got to figure it out. Okay, Rook. Right? <laughs> wow. Right now, as a rookie – do you have the skins on the wall, Kenny Pickett, to be saying that? Because you got guys in there like Cam Hayward, and yeah. you got you know you got some serious dudes like Mika Fitzpatrick who got mossed by AJ Brown and stuff. You got guys in there. I know you're talking about your offense, right. but still, as a rookie, I appreciate you saying that, but. Maybe some guys might take offense to that. I don't know. No, it's an interesting question because he, if he's just talking offense, the leaders on that team, you just named two of them, it feels like it's more defensive than offensive. Think about their offensive weapons. They're trying to find guys. Johnson at receiver. Chase Claypool, who's now gone, but a relatively young guy in the league. It's not like Chase Claypool had tons of skins in Pittsburgh, but that is an interesting it's an interesting path there to choose to say we need to be more detailed, we need to work harder, we need to do, yeah, that's... Like, we need to watch more film. Right, essentially. Yeah. That's kind of what he's saying. Maybe uh, Call of Duty came out in Pittsburgh, too. <laughs> Maybe that's going on. No, but if I am a Steelers fan, like your wife, I would appreciate that in the long run. Okay, like, this guy, he understands it. He, he gets it. He's actually getting after guys as a rookie and feels comfortable saying those things. You know, a lot of guys, even with what I said, a lot of guys who uh, would worry about, okay, if I say this, I can't really say what I want to say mm-hmm. because I haven't been here long enough. But Kitty Pickett's obviously like, yo, damn that. 
I'm out here getting sacked. I'm out here preparing every game, and I feel like you guys aren't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a there's two sides to it. The co- the coaches around him need to tell him if he is preparing the way they would think is necessary. If he is, then continue to be that example, and then you need to have a coach back him up. You need to have Canada, uh, you know, the OC, and have Tomlin back him up and walk into a meeting room. And if you feel like guys are being or talking behind his back, or you feel like guys are a little upset, hey, fellas. I agree with everything he said. We got to work harder. We got to do this. And then you also got to be the guy that's there as they want to walk out. If they're headed out of the facility and you're there crushing film, yeah. If you're that guy, then maybe lean into to being that guy. Yo, I feel like he's talking about Najee Harris in a lot of these comments because Najee Harris has been getting lit up. Hmm. on social media with the way he's been playing. There's one clip that he gets the ball out on the sideline, and if you take the picture, it's just him and grass. That's it. And there's about five yards for him to get a first down. But what really happened, somehow he just danced his way into getting stopped by three green jerseys for the Eagles. And it's Hmm. like, yo, bro, you were a former first-round pick. We just talked to Jeff Ward, talked about first-round pick for running backs. You damn sure ain't playing up to what a first-round pick should be playing. And it goes back to what Jeff said again. Did he just have too many reps at Alabama to where now in the NFL he's Mm -hmm. not worth what he should be or what you thought he was going to be? I don't know, but I I like the way and what Kenny Pickett said. And if I'm a Steelers fan, you got to like those types of things from your quarterback. Yeah, that's a that's a, it'll be interesting to see where that goes now. How does that team respond to him? Uh, and and do they are they willing to let the young guy do that? Are they willing to let him uh, you know lead, lead in that way? Uh, we'll see how that works for the Steelers. They sit at they're in their bye week this week, and so that's the other thing. You're going into a bye week with those kind of comments two full weeks before you're playing yeah. uh, a game. This week, by the way, there are six NFL teams that hit the bye. Not only the Cowboys and Steelers, but the Browns, the uh, Broncos, Giants, and Niners are all on the bye. All right, there's a little where we at in society. We do it every day about 145. Interesting stuff there from Kenny Two Gloves. Two o'clock coming up. We got the first CFP rankings tonight. We know those three teams should be in. Should TCU be the fourth team? I think they should. We'll talk about that. Plus, the NFL trade deadline day is here. A lot of deals being made. Should the Cowboys be making a move? And the World Series resumes tonight. Astros going for a 2-1 lead. Stay with us. It's the Horn.